0: Good morning. Welcome to another good day with Ray. So, today's episode, I am going to give you five ways that I have found to improve my sleep. This is not going to be as like "quote unquote research based" as in I'm not looking up articles. I am not telling you what a doctor told me. I'm literally giving you information about how I have done trial and error and research on myself. It's literally all this is, okay? Some girl on the internet telling you what helps me sleep. All right, so let's get into it. And I'll actually give you the easiest one first. All right, why not? It's okay. Magnesium. So magnesium has been such a good supplement for me to take every night before I go to bed. Last week, in one of my episodes, I don't remember which one, I told you that working out has really helped me with my sleep. Literally, that night, after sleeping like a baby for like nine days, I had the worst sleep of my life. And I'm like, what? Well, not the worst sleep of my life. I just like, I didn't sleep well. I was like, I just told all these people oh, I've been sleeping great, and then I slept like crap. All right, whatever. That was a fluke. It's fine. It's fine continue working out. That night I went to bed, still slept like trash. Those was two nights in a row. The one thing I didn't do for those two nights was take my supplement pack. And in that supplement pack, I have things like probiotics, like a vitamin and all of these things. I also have a calcium blend that has magnesium in it. And I was so frustrated after not getting to sleep for two nights in a row after I just told y'all I was like being a pro at it. But I was like, oh, I haven't been taking my supplements every night. So let me do that before bed and see if it worked. And I've literally kept working out and taking my vitamins before bed and I've been sleeping better. So... This was like a little trial and error I did on myself by taking those away and putting them back in and they seem to be helping. I'll give you another update if I start sleeping like trash again but honestly I am making it a point to remember to take my vitamins before bed. So magnesium supplements are really good and yeah I mean I take multivitamins and probiotics at night too but I really think It's the magnesium supplement that helps me sleep more soundly through the night. And this actually brings up a common misconception. Again, I'm just some girl on the internet, but I've heard a lot of doctors and people talk about how we shouldn't take melatonin regularly. However, I don't think that this is what's typically talked about. People are like, yeah, take melatonin as a supplement. The thing is... Melatonin is a hormone that we make in our body. And from what I've heard from other doctors that I've listened to on different podcasts and other kind of wellness coaches and stuff, they say that if we take melatonin too often, our body will stop producing it as much and then we'll have to keep taking the melatonin supplement in order to I don't know, produce that hormone and all the things that it does. I'm sure it's not just the only doesn't just help us sleep. It probably does other things as well. The thing with magnesium is we don't make that. It is a mineral. So we have to supplement with it. We have to get it from foods. We have to, we don't make that. So that's why I think this is a good alternative to helping with your sleep. If you want to do supplementation, because that is actually something you should and need to supplement with. We don't make that naturally. So don't take too much melatonin, I think take it sparingly once or twice a week. Again, not a doctor. Just saying like, I don't think in moderation it could hurt. But from what I've heard from a lot of people is do not take it regularly. All right, moving on. That was number one. Hope it helps. And if you have questions, I could tell you some of the supplements that I take. But we're going to go on to number two, which is yoga. So before I started taking magnesium regularly, anytime I felt like I had a stressful day and that I might be woken up by stressful thoughts or I was going to have trouble going to bed because of my stress, bedtime yoga routines were a must for me. And I'll link a couple of of the ones that I use from Yoga With Adrian in the description below. She has a 20 minute one and I think she has like a 35 minute one. And if you're just someone that's trying to integrate some movement, relaxation, some stretching, this could be a routine you do every night or a few nights a week and see how it helps you. Most of the time, when I do this yoga routine, I sleep the whole night. I wouldn't lie to you. That's not why I have this podcast. I don't have this podcast to lie to you guys. All right. I think there's been a couple of times where I didn't sleep through the whole night, but I'm, at, I'm, I'm batting about 80 to 90% after doing these yoga routines before bed. You can also do them in your bed. I have done them in my bed. So I just put them on the TV and like stretch my bed, then like lay myself down on the pillow. So I'll link that in the description below. Also, while we're talking about yoga, let's do number three, and that's a yoga nidra meditation. So, again, I love just being proactive and creating routines in our life that could create multiple benefits. Good night's sleep is so essential to our health. It impacts how our immune system functions. It impacts our mood. It impacts our memory. Y'all, if we're not getting good sleep, it's affecting us a lot. So this is why I'm kind of talking about it. Regardless of what you might believe about me, because some of you may know how early I wake up. I'm not going to say it in this episode today because part of me thinks it's badass. Part of me thinks it's insane. So it's not something I try to just like talk about in everyday conversation. But if you do know how early I wake up, you may assume that I don't get a lot of sleep and that would be a lie. That would be a misconception about me because I actually go to bed super early and I get anywhere from like seven, seven and a half, six and a half hours of sleep every night, which is, that's in a good range. Six and a half to eight hours at my age is acceptable. All right. I only sleep, 10 hours when i'm depressed i'm just gonna be honest with you it's very hard for me to sleep for 10 hours and i try to make myself sleep for 10 hours on sundays it's still kind of hard for me anyways moving on yoga nidra practices so that kind of yoga is different than the yoga practice i just mentioned because one is stretching however yoga nidra is more of a relaxation meditation that takes you through the whole body and you focus on each part as you're falling asleep to relax each part of your body. And even though that might sound like a little bit of work, it's actually the first time I did it, I felt really grateful after doing it because you focus on parts of your body that you don't even really think about or pay attention to. And you're like, wow, I'm like thinking about my pointer finger right now and my middle finger and my, you know, they just take you through every section of your body and ask you to relax that part. So it's, it's very relaxing. My cousin who struggles with anxiety a bit, I think she does it every night and she really loves it. So if that's, something you want to try, I will link that. The meditation that I do, I will also put that below. All right, this one may not be your favorite one. Number four is I really try and I fail a lot, okay? So don't think I'm like telling you all this stuff and I'm Miss Perfect, have the best night sleeps ever. This is just what I try to do and anytime I'm having a rough night sleeping, these are kind of like my checklist of what I can go through to see if I'm doing certain things or not doing certain things. Okay, sorry, had to preface it because I, ha- I want to give you a reason why I'm about to say this because I think it's going to be the one you hate the most, <laughs> 100%, but here we go. I turn off the notifications on my phone. And I don't just mean like the dings and the whatevers. I actually go into my phone and make it to where I can't see on my screen who is trying to contact me, what notifications I'm getting on Facebook, anything on Messenger. Like if I check my phone in the middle of the night, all I see is the time and the picture on the background of my phone. That's it. But I know people have probably texted me and... To be honest, the reason why I do this, where I mute, I guess you could say, the notifications on the screen is because, you know, if I wake up in the middle of the night because I just woke up from a dream or had to go to the bathroom, the minute I click my screen, which I'm going to because I'm curious about what time it is, you know, I'll see this person text me or this person message me and this person and this person called and I'm just like, what do they want? However, I shouldn't look at what they want at like 1230 at night. You know what I mean? I can't reply to the text. I can't solve a problem. I can't answer it. However, I'll start to think about what I want to say and why they asked me this. And God forbid, it's like a shit storm. You know what I mean? Like some people, man, you know, texting at 930 at night with all their problems. I'm like, whoa, ho, ho, Nelly, you know? So for me. And what works for me i try to do this like i'm not a nazi all right i try to do this like 30 minutes before i plan to go to bed or ideally i would do it like two hours before bed like i said that's crazy talk however we're talking about the ideal ideal two hours reality 30 minutes i don't check my phone 30 minutes before i plan to go to bed that helps my mind start to calm down i start telling myself. Whatever they have to say can wait till tomorrow and later in the morning after I've done some journaling, maybe done a yoga practice or a workout, I'll turn the notifications back on. But again, I get up so early that I still can't answer them. So sometimes I try to wait till like seven or eight. That's when I'm like at my best. That's not what I typically do though. So after I do a couple practices, start grounding, I'll typically turn those back on But the reason why I think it's important at night is because if you're anything like me and you do wake up in the middle of the night, you start checking your phone and you start scrolling. And you know what? We don't need that in our life when we're trying to sleep. Okay? All right, sir or ma'am? Like, come on. We don't need that. We don't. I'm going to say it again. We don't. You don't need to scroll Instagram at 1230 if you woke up. It's not going to help you. It could get your blood pressure up because you might read some stuff that you didn't want to see or you want to comment on things or, God forbid, you see somebody's life that's going better than yours and you're up staring at the ceiling like, oh, why does my life suck? And it's like, you don't need to be thinking that at 1 a.m., you know? All right, soapbox, getting off that. And a less charged Topic for number five, something to try out. Try not to drink any water like an hour or two before bed. And I only say this because the times where I do drink something, not even just water, anything, an hour or two before bed, I'm getting up in the middle of the night. 11 30, never fails. Don't know why, but every time it's typically like 11 30 when I have to get up, go to the bathroom, and who knows? I don't like those odds. I don't like knowing that if I just didn't drink water so close to going to bed that I wouldn't have to risk getting up in the middle of the night, you know, because who knows? Who knows? If I have to get up in the middle of the night, I may not be able to go back to sleep. Okay, I don't like that. I don't even want to risk it. So typically I find an hour, ideally two, I would almost say two don't drink anything before bed but you know again i'm not you your body's not my body maybe you don't have this issue but i do and so this is about what i do to help me sleep and if these are some problems like you're like huh you know what i actually do get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom and you know what you're right i do kind of drink some stuff before bed you know then you're welcome that's all this is for Talking about everyday things that we could be doing better or things that we can try or limit to just help us have a better night's sleep. Because again, sleep is so important to our health, to our mood, to our memory. Like sleep is so essential and it really makes me sad to know how many people haven't slept in so long. And I'm over here, I really do this troubleshooting Anytime I'm having trouble sleeping, and once I get in a good routine, I start sleeping better. And I can't even tell you how much better I feel on the days when I've slept well versus the days where I haven't. Like, I'm kind of mean, I think, personally. I'm sorry if you cross my path when I don't sleep well. I am not my best, and I don't like that. I also just don't feel my best, and I don't perform my best. So sleep is super important and yeah, I hope this episode helped. Thanks so much for listening to it. I really appreciate you as always. And if you're new here, subscribe to the podcast, click the fifth star, leave a kind review. If you got a friend or a family member or somebody, you know, that's just been complaining that they don't sleep enough shoot this to them. Again, I'm going to be putting some yoga practices and things like that in the description below to help some of you. If that's, if you want to try a meditation or a yoga practice before bed, again, they are not strenuous. They are not crazy. They could really help. So, all right. Thanks so much for listening and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.